Welcome to the Heal and Grow Journey podcast. I'm Jennifer, your host, a mental health and wellness advocate, and a trauma survivor. This platform will be used to break the silence and create awareness around mental health in the Black community and in general for all people. My hope is that you will feel seen, heard, supported, and valued as we progress through the journey of healing and growing. Welcome back to the Heal and Grow Journey podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm so glad that you are here. Also, Happy New Year. We made it to 2021. Ooh, that's exciting. I am so thankful to see another year. I know many of you probably feel the same way since 2020 was indeed one of those years that we'll probably never forget. But nonetheless, we made it. We made it to another year. Also, happy Independence Day, Haiti. Today is Haitian Independence Day. On January 1st, 1804, Haiti became the first Black Republic, the first independent country in the Caribbean. So shout out to Haiti. And for those of you that are not aware, I'm actually Haitian American. So my mother and father are both from Haiti. And I was born here in the States. So I'm I'm part of the first generation actually born in the United States in my family. So... That is why I am referencing Haiti today, because it definitely means a lot to me and my heritage. So most Haitians today will be drinking soup jumu. It's a tradition that Haitians have on January 1st on Independence Day. They drink that soup. It's like squash soup. So shout outs to all the Haitians. Sakapet. All right. Well, it's a new year and this is our first episode of the new year. And the topic for today is boundaries, 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 boundaries. I really just wanted to start the year off discussing boundaries because it's so critical along this journey that we learn how to implement boundaries. And I say learn because I know for many of us, we struggle in this area. Um, It's just that we've been conditioned to just kind of let people treat us any kind of way, you know, at times. And a lot of that stems from childhood, you know, and the traumas that we've experienced. It's like a trauma response, you know, and so may have conditioned yourself to become like a people pleaser based on your trauma as a trauma response. And, you know, so you don't really know how to say no, or you may, um, you know, just not speak up for yourself. You may have grown up in an environment where you were just seen and not heard. And, and, you know, that stays with you when you become an adult. So with that being said, you may struggle, you know, to have boundaries, but boundaries are very critical for you to be able to maintain your peace and protect your peace. You know, boundaries are there for you to protect yourself, for you to be able to function, you know what I mean, properly and not, you know, be stretched and overwhelmed and stressed out. It's just just there for your protection. So we really need to learn how to um, how to do this. So for today's episode, I'm going to be going over content that was created by Nadra Tawab. She is a therapist and an author, and she's a boundary expert. That's what she specializes in. And she's the author of the book, Set Boundaries, Find Peace. 
Nadra has like some really, really good content out there about boundaries. So I'm just going to share some of the content that she has out there because it's I, I find it very helpful. Whenever I come across her stuff, I'm just like, oh my gosh, that is a word. It's like she's just speaking directly to me. She just knows exactly how to basically wordsmith things. Basically, she can really tell you exactly how to articulate yourself and how to come up with the language for you to express yourself and implement those boundaries. So, and how to communicate that to others. So to start, I want to go over her, I guess, definitions of boundaries, like her meaning, what she has documented as the meanings of boundaries. And so here are some things that she has documented. Boundaries are a safeguard to overextending yourself. Boundaries are a self-care practice. Boundaries define roles in relationships. Boundaries communicate acceptable and unacceptable behaviors in relationships. Boundaries are perimeters for knowing what to expect in relationships. Boundaries are a way that we ask people to show up by upholding our needs. So that is what she has listed as, you know, the meaning of boundaries. And there is a quote that I I recently came across about boundaries and I really like it. It really kind of resonated with me. And it just says that boundaries are the distance I can love you and me simultaneously. And I was like, oh, I really like that quote. That really... That's a good quote because, you know, people sometimes perceive boundaries, you know, as you being mean, as you being selfish or, you know, or you just don't care or, you know, boundaries can be perceived as a negative thing, but it's really not a negative thing. It's a very healthy thing to have in place. And when we don't have boundaries in place, a lot of times, you know, that causes us to have like resentment and anger and things like that towards other people. And a lot of that could be alleviated if we just learned how to implement boundaries properly. That is, you know, another positive reason why we should move forward with boundaries. So I'm gonna go over some other benefits of setting boundaries that Nadra has documented. Peace of mind, clear roles and expectations, more time for yourself, ability to be present in areas that matter, honoring your needs, less worrying about other people, healthy, mutually supportive relationship, less frustration, anger, resentment, and burnout. Those are some of the benefits that come along with boundaries. So if you're just wondering, like, do I really need boundaries? What's the point of that? Those are just some benefits. You know, the thing about boundaries and what I've learned so far on my healing journey, my heal and grow journey, because we're not just healing, you know, we're healing and we're growing. But so far on my journey, you know, I've learned and observed that everyone is not going to receive your change, your growth, your boundaries well. And it's a real eye opener. It's it's definitely, definitely an eye opener when you come across that. Because in healthy relationships, positive changes are well received, right? And in unhealthy relationships, change is a threat to the dysfunction that has been allowed. And that's why I say it's a real eye opener because when you begin to implement boundaries, you will see 
early on and you'll be able to detect early on what relationships in your life are healthy and which ones are unhealthy, just based on people's response and the way that they receive your boundaries. And, you know, even if it is like, let's say a healthy relationship, there might still be some pushback initially on the boundary because it's new to them. You know, this is just um, it's just change. And so you do need to give people time to get acclimated and adjust to the change. So I don't want to create the perception that the minute you implement a boundary, if someone doesn't immediately just shift, then it's automatically an unhealthy relationship. However, it's like they should at least be willing to try to adjust and try to honor and respect that boundary. But if they're just, you know, dismissing it, um, invalidating what you're saying, and they're not even going to make any effort and they just continue to um, overstep that boundary, then you know that's a good red flag like right there. Like this is probably not a healthy relationship and you may need to just, you know, take some time to really analyze that situation and figure out, can you hold on to this relationship or not? I mean, no one can decide that for you, but at least you'll you'll know that it's healthy or not healthy. So definitely just wanted to to kind of, you know, put that out there because I'm pretty sure at some point you would encounter that on your journey. Nature also has intentions for 2021, which is basically like boundaries for 2021 that she listed. And I want to go over that list because I found that list to be so helpful and it was such great information. And I'm like, wow, I definitely plan on implementing just about every single one on that list to be exact. And I'm pretty sure you guys will find it helpful as well if I could just locate it. So the intentions for a 2021 list or boundaries for 2021 are as followed. I am resting more. I am not allowing anyone to talk me back into reviving unhealthy relationships. I will not question my gut. I will listen closely the first time. I will take chances in my best interest. I am not sharing my joy with people who won't reciprocate my energy. I will combat the tendency to personalize my experiences with others. I will say no instead of pacifying people by saying maybe. I am showing up as my full, authentic self no matter the setting. I am leaning more into my needs and tending to myself. I am giving up on convincing people about who I am. Ooh, when I tell you, I just love that list. Um, I mean, like I said, just about everything on there resonates with me. But um, for sure, the not reviving unhealthy relationships, that's definitely something that I'm going to try to stick to. Not try, like I will. <laughs> and I say that confidently now. I probably couldn't say that that confidently like, you know, last year, but now I'm so much more aware of what what's healthy and what's not healthy that I can confidently say once I've categorized the relationship in that and put it in the unhealthy box, you know, I'm not going back to that. Um previously there were relationships that were kind of on the fence I mean, there were a lot of signs there, but for some reason I would still doubt or question and just wasn't fully certain. But like I said, once I'm aware 
100% that, okay, this is unhealthy. Yeah, it just doesn't serve you to revive that. It's just not positive. It's not, it's not going to bring you any good. And on this journey, that's not what we need. We're trying to heal and trying to grow and we're just trying to move forward. So that would definitely hinder you. So I know for sure that's one. And then also for me, the not personalizing my experiences with others, that's also huge. And I know we all at some point kind of have the tendency to do that, depending on what's happening. Sometimes it's hard to not take things personal, but the reality is, you know, the way people behave really is more about them than it is you. Um, Even if it's something that they're projecting your way towards you, at the end of the day, it's really about them. Their behavior speaks volumes about them and their situation and where they are in their journey and and maybe some of their past experiences or whatever. But it's, it's more about them and not you. So that's why it's really important that you try not to personalize it. And um, yep, the showing up as my full authentic self in the matter of the setting, that's also huge. You know, for, for right now, it's it's not, I've not run into it as much because I'm not in the corporate setting. I'm able to kind of, you know, just work from home basically because of the pandemic and other reasons. But I know in the past, there are times where just in the corporate environment, I didn't always feel like I could show up as my full authentic self. And, you know, for various reasons, whether it was related to just race or, you know, the way I wear my hair, um, just just little not I wouldn't say little things. Those are big things. But those are some examples on on why you may not feel like you can show up as you. And so definitely going forward, getting more comfortable with no matter this heading, just showing up as your full authentic self. And that's definitely good for your mental health. All right. So the next list that I'm going to go over is about boundaries for parents. This is a really good one. They're all really good, to be honest with you, um, which is why I chose to make a whole episode about this. But um, this is for adult, you know, children that need to set boundaries with their parents. And so these are just some examples of things that you can say to your parents. First one is no, just just straight up no. <laughs> Whatever the request is, you know, you just might need to say no. The next one is, I don't want to give you details about my dating life. When things are serious, I will let you know. I'm vegan now. And when I come for dinner, I can bring my own meal or you can prepare a few options for me. I feel uncomfortable talking about having kids. Please stop bringing up the topic. I don't like it when you gossip about my siblings to me. Please stop. I know that you need emotional support. I cannot be the person you lean on to talk about your relationship issues with my father. Next one, stop yelling at me. If you help me, I don't want the help to come with strings attached. I love both of my parents and I won't pick a side. I can see that you're concerned about my relationship. I'm not ready to talk about any issues in my relationship. Stop talking about my body in a joking way. It's not funny to me. I appreciate you trying to be helpful with my kids. We want you to follow the rules we have in place for them so they'll continue to respect all of us. I'm not able to help you with XYZ. I don't want to talk about XYZ. 
So those are some examples of what boundaries with your parents should sound like. Those were really good. I'm just like, man, I <laughs> it's like, where were these examples? You know, when I was going through certain things, I really wish I had that. But, you know, we have them now. Thank you, Nadra. We have them now and we have examples so we can begin implementing some of these. So the next list is going to be boundaries with your partner. So boundaries with your partner sound like don't raise your voice when we're talking through an issue. It makes me shut down. I want you to let me finish speaking before you respond. Stop sharing every dispute that we have with your family. It makes our interactions feel awkward. I'm scheduling regular meetings for us to discuss our finances. I need a few minutes to myself. We need to have device-free connection times. Let's not use our phones while we're having dinner together. When we've worked through an issue, it's not helpful for you to keep bringing it up. Stop bringing up old issues. I need you to be clear with me about what you need. I want you to be more affectionate. Give me a hug when you walk in the house. Those are some really good ones. Really, really good. Yeah. Anybody that's in a relationship that's been in a relationship for quite some time, you know that you probably either said at least one of these things on the list or you've heard at least one of the things on this list from your partner. So these are definitely realistic um, examples on this list here. All right. The next list is boundaries with in-laws. Boundaries with your in-laws sound like. I understand that you mean well when you give parenting advice, but we're making choices for our children that fit our values. When you have issues with me, I'd prefer it if you speak to me directly about them. If you loan us money, we don't want it to come with strings attached. To show that you support our relationship, please tell my partner to talk about our issues with me instead of you. You undermined my parenting in front of my child. If you disagree with my parenting, talk to me about it when my kids are not present. Thank you for offering your feedback, but I will talk to my partner before making a decision. We don't eat XYZ. Do not feed my children things that we don't feed them at home. Whew, those are some of the boundaries with your in-laws. That's what it sounds like. Boundaries with your in-laws. Man, these are awesome, awesome list. Okay, so the next one is boundaries during a pandemic. Boundaries during a pandemic sound like, thank you for the invite, but I'm not comfortable attending. I know I'm home more, but I'm not always available. I'm okay with dining out, but we will need to sit outside. You can visit and I'd like you to come in and wash your hands first. I've decided to send my kids back to daycare. It was a necessary decision. Please be respectful of my choice. I know that this is your house too, but I'm not comfortable having visitors. As things are starting to open, I will slowly ease back in. Boundaries during a pandemic. All right. So the next list is about boundaries at work. Boundaries at work sound like I'm honored that you would ask me to help, but I'm unable to add anything else to my workload. I can't lower my price. 
and I hope that you find someone within your budget. I know I'm working from home, but I'm still maintaining normal business hours. I can't offer my services for free. I need help with my workload because I can't manage everything on my plate. I'm not able to chat right now. I need to stay focused on my work assignment. I'd rather talk by phone instead of emailing about this topic. I don't feel comfortable talking about politics at work. Whew, yes, 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 yes. Again, excellent list. Very realistic examples. I will be implementing some of those on that list for sure. All right. So the next one is boundaries with your family. Boundaries with your family sound like when I come to visit, I'm staying in a hotel. I won't be attending the family gathering. I need you to stop bringing up embarrassing stories about me. I don't think they're funny. I cannot loan you any more money. When I share something with you, I need you to keep it between us and not share it with other people in the family. I know your advice is well-intentioned, but I need you to listen without offering your opinion. I'm not available to answer my phone every time that you call. Oof, okay. Boundaries with family. That's what it sounds like. Those are some really good examples. And the last list is boundaries with yourself. I should have probably read this one first, but this is boundaries with yourself sound like when I'm feeling lonely, I will not call my ex. I will describe my body using loving terms. I am resting to prevent burnout. I will ease into the day rather than rushing out of bed. I choose not to spend money impulsively as a response to being triggered. I will walk away from arguments before I lose my peace. I will return when I'm able to talk it through. I will ask for help before I'm overwhelmed or before it's my last resort. I will not drink anymore tonight. I've reached my limit. All right. So that was the list of boundaries with yourself. That's what boundaries with yourself sound like. Those are some lists that nature put together. And I'm pretty sure now that you've heard them, you understand why I am saying she is just amazing. Like these are just such good examples. And she really is the boundary expert. So I hope that you find these examples helpful. And I will put her information in the show notes so that you can, you know, go and um, view her website and you can connect with her on Instagram because a lot of this content is like on her IG page as well so that you can reference it, screenshot it, print it out, you know, put it on the wall, whatever you got to do um, so that you can begin to practice some of these boundaries. I know that's what I'm going to do. I'm definitely going to be intentional about it because, again, it will just alleviate a lot of other issues and problems. Um, you'll find that the more you can implement, um, you know, healthy boundaries and have that in place with others, you know, that's the breeding ground for just healthy relationships in general. So it's just a win for everybody, you know, involved. So it's definitely worth learning how to do this. So I'm very thankful that we have these examples and we get to start the new year off on the right foot. And we have we have the whole year and beyond to get this down and master this <laughs> because it's a practice for sure. But, you know, ain't no time like the present. So I hope that you will definitely take action and do what you got to do 
and step outside of your comfort zone because I know it feels uncomfortable at first. And not that I'm an expert, but just, you know, when I began doing this um, and I started, you know, implementing boundaries with certain people um, in just certain situations that would come up, it was definitely awkward at first and felt uncomfortable, but I realized the value in doing it. And then also the ones that, like I said, just can't receive it or won't even entertain it or continue to overstep it. It was just very clear that that was an unhealthy relationship and, you know, distance is probably best. So do what you got to do, protect your peace, protect your energy, and just keep healing and growing. All right. Well, that is all I have for this episode. If you need to contact me, I can be reached via email at healinggrowjourneypodcast at gmail.com. If you have not done so already, please write a review on Apple Podcasts. If you enjoy listening to Heal and Grow Journey, I would greatly appreciate the support. In addition, please follow the Heal and Grow Journey Instagram page at Heal and Grow Journey. Please like and follow the Heal and Grow Journey podcast Facebook page and the Heal and Grow Journey podcast Twitter page. Until next time, take care.